Well, hello. This is Elena Turley from the Soul Mama Hub coming to you today from Paris in France. I'm over here with my daughter. We are on a mother-daughter trip. It's amazing. I will create a whole new episode on this experience for today. However, I'm very excited to publish on the podcast a conversation with the beautiful Alicia Dumay Timmerman. She is a very interesting woman who although she has a background in employment law, suddenly realized one day that she was called to be a spirit channel. The story is fascinating. And if you were ever multi-passionately drawn in several directions and not sure which one to take, she is a fantastic example of someone who is choosing them all and not actually saying no to anything that she loves in her life and really taking bold steps towards her calling and her boldest dreams. She is, like me, a connector of well-being practitioners. She has a vision, like me, of giving access to women and bringing women together and supporting each other to build a world in which we are more connected to what we need to really live from our essence. And it is a beautiful story and powerful story of how she is doing that right now in Melbourne, in Australia. So please enjoy this episode about Alicia. Well, hey there, mother lovers. This is Elena Turley, your host, and welcome to the Unboxable Podcast, a place for mothers who are seeking holistic health and maybe a new way to look at a few things. Please enjoy this episode. I have with me today the delightful Alicia. Now, which surname are you using, Alicia? Well, I've kind of grabbed them both right now. So <laughs> I am Jumay Temmerman. Beautiful. I'm glad I got you to say it. We were just talking about names <laughs> offline. That's awesome. How are you? I'm really good. Really good. Yeah. So good. I'm so thrilled to have you here today, Alicia, because... I recently presented to your gorgeous group on the Book of Face and it was lovely to be invited <laughs> in there and it was very nice to see what you're doing and it kind of got me intrigued. So I'd love it if you could tell me where you are in the world and if you have a name for the roles that you're playing right now, I'd love to hear those as well, what you do and tell me a bit about you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I was just looking forward to this conversation all morning. And it's great that we've connected through that group because one of the most beautiful things and the bonus about that Facebook group that you presented in, which is a Facebook group that I created just at the start of COVID because I was thinking, what can I do? What can I do to help women to stay strong at this time. And I was, I'll never forget. I remember the moment that I was walking between my bedroom and my kitchen <laughs> and it's like, boom, and it just dropped into me. Start an online Facebook group and ask women to come and to share sessions, body, mind, and spirit. And I literally within the minute I did a, a quick voice recording and I just started sending it to some practitioners that I knew because I thought if I don't act on this, it's, it'll just, I'll, I'll doubt myself. All the things will come, right? Uh, and that's 
that's how that group started. And one of the best things has been meeting amazing, amazing humans and listening to everyone's wisdom. So it's been beautiful to, to connect with you and so many people um, through that group. So yes, so that group is how we found each other and it's called Thrive. I, I might get the words wrong, but Thrive Free Women's Online Wellness Classes uh, or something close to that. And so, yeah, I just, it's kept going since COVID because it's just created this beautiful community where people have an opportunity to, to share and also then promote their business because I'm all for women helping women to thrive in all areas of their lives. So that's, yeah, that's one kind of offshoot um, that I do. And then I, my main background as a a worker, human, has actually been in the employment law space. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. So I've been an employment lawyer for 20 years and I spent like 10 years in one of the big firms, like locked up in the Rialto Towers. So in answer to your first question, I live in Melbourne. Yes. And I, yes, worked as a lawyer and I still do, but I've niched it down over time as I've listened to my heart, listened to my heart and dropped off the pieces that haven't worked. So now I just do workplace conflict resolution, which is basically helping people with relationships in workplaces. So when they're getting glitchy with each other, which often happens, uh, I can have a chat to one person, have a chat to the other, and then bring them together to, as best as we can, navigate how they're going to recreate their new relationship. What a and- wonderful job. Today's episode is brought to you by the Soul Mama Membership. It is a safe space online for mothers, and it is specifically created for women to access a community, a nurturing community that provides gentle accountability and encourages you to walk step-by-step, small-choice-by-small-choice towards a holistic and healthy lifestyle. It really just allows you to become more relaxed, have more fun, and show up as the best mum and human possible. Visit www.soulmamahub.com. That's S-O-U-L-M-A-M-A-H-U-B. Nice one, ladies. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing the stuff that happens because I kind of sit back and the magic just takes place because humans just, you know, you kind of create the space and then they just start to, yeah, weave magic between them. It's, it's, it's amazing. So I also, yeah, I've also started doing that with couples and also in other scenarios, really just where mediation is required, family breakdowns or Mm, all, all sorts of things that people are trying to negotiate uh, as well. So that's kind of one hat. And then my big, big passion, passion life mission is I've founded something called the Global Soul Centre. And this is around helping people to connect back with who they truly are. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it's not this body. Yeah. And that we are eternal, magnificent spiritual beings of pure divine love here having a temporary human experience on earth school here learning, growing, connecting. So that's really my kind of big, 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 fun, fun, fun um, mm. work. So I do 
vision having an actual physical space. I've just got one little, got one, one space that I run women's circles and do healings and things like that. But I, I've seen a vision of a space which has a lot of different practitioners and we all work Oh, that's exciting. I know, to create this high frequency energy space. Oh my gosh. Can I come and guess something there? Yes, yes, please. I I just felt that. I just was like, that would be so exciting. I'm getting all the chills. Oh, it's so exciting. I, I had a massage back in 2009. Yeah. This was before I discovered I was a spirit channeler in 2012 when I was hanging out the washing, which will probably go there. Quite a crazy story. That sounds like a great story. Yeah, it's pretty out there. So yeah, 2009, I was knackered, two little kids, mm. and I went and had a massage. Yeah. And I just had this whole vision crack open of this soul center, this beautiful room, all these practitioner rooms, like this organic cafe, a library. Oh my just, gosh, it sounds like heaven to me. Oh, so amazing and just because so many people are so lonely yes Elena and so many people are so disconnected and so lost and overwhelmed and the whole modern life that we've bought into thinking that this is we're doing the right thing and following the path and the scripts and the systems and all of that Uh, and so just to have a space where people can remember and just feel the rhythm of their soul, like, mm. like how people feel when they're in nature. When you're yes. in nature, we get, we start to feel that rhythm again, yes. right? but to be able to create like a center where we can have that same feeling. Amazing. Yeah. So you're just a little bit of a visionary, just a little, just a little bit of a, you get some visions and then you start creating them. Yeah. And that's you know what I what? Do you know what, when you say that, it's so interesting because with that Thrive Facebook group, yeah, I was like months into that and it was just taking off, like just all these people. And I was like, wow, look at this. There's no competition. It's all community. Yeah. It's everyone just offering and sharing and joining their friends in, you know, and it was just so beautiful. And then I had a few people message me saying, oh, Leash congratulations, well done, you've created the Global Soul Centre. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what are they talking about? No, That's brilliant. You have, but the virtual one. It was the virtual one that I had no concept that that was that. I love that when we so accidentally bizarre. create. It's beautiful. There's so many themes in what you're saying that have already come up today. So I do a weekly live in my Book of Face group and I do it every Tuesday at 10. And I just talk about, you know, I just share something that's going on that I think might be of value. And today's theme was about being in tune and about Mm. how we can actually deliberately, intentionally Mm. stay in tune and gather Mm. momentum towards our biggest dreams, which is Mm. kind of what you're talking about. Mm. Then had a Mm. conversation with a member of my family and she was talking about how she works with quite large corporations in her business. And she said, there's been a massive shift where it used to be. She said she used to have to be aggressive. She used to have to really push Mm. when things went wrong to get them working in the right Mm. way. Mm. She said now she doesn't have to be aggressive or push that people are more willing to work with her to collaborate. Mm. And I said, I feel like that's a global shift that's happening on a lot of levels right now. Mm. And I'm, a born collaborator. So I've been like that way from the beginning. Mm. And I think I was a little ahead of my time because, you know, for about 45 years, mm. 
that was like pushing shit uphill. It's not the way people worked. And I was just always, I refused to compete. I left careers mm. because I was expected to compete mm. and I refused. Then I was like, well, I just have to do something else because I'm not going to do that. I'm a collaborator. I mm. work with people. That's yes. how I am. Yes. And I've always been really strong with that. And it hasn't always served me in this life, you know. Yeah. But now mm. it's much more acceptable. In fact, it's almost encouraged or respected if you work that way. And so I'm now moving in circles that are all like that, you know. Mm. Yeah. So it's really amazing to sort of finally be going, oh, wow. Okay. So now I can fully live out that part of my existence because I've gathered communities like you. I've gathered mm. people around that go, yep, let's boost each other up. Let's work together. Let's, you know, expand. Oh, it is the most exciting time to be walking the earth right. for all of the reasons yeah. that you have just shared. There has been a massive shift in the frequency, the resonance yeah. of this earth and those old ways, those push, 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 strive, yes. strive, strive, goal, goal, goal oriented, yes. all this. Very masculine. Super, right. Yeah. Correct. And now the feminine is rising. Hundred percent, you can feel it. Oh, you really can feel it, and it's 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 really exciting for the communities that are going to be created, the new schools that are going to be created, the new healthcare systems and processes. Like this is all starting because we've reached a point as humans where we now it's become so obvious that we've lost our way. Mm. It's become so obvious that the focus on profit, the focus on capitalism, the ways that organisations have been structured, have been flogging people, mm. treating them as, yeah. as operators, as fee generators, all of this, it is no longer sustainable. And there's this collaboration. And for us to keep ourselves as a species on this planet we have to make changes. No, I agree um, 100%. We have yeah. to come back. We have to collaborate yes. with Mother Earth. And this is a lot of the messages that have been coming from, this, from the energies that I connect with. It's yeah. very much around this being a time for communing back, for us circling back. And, and what you were talking about in organisations, that shift yeah. uh, that is being noticed 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when I started my career as an employment lawyer, never would I have been able to talk about kindness in the workplace. Yes. And now I've just rolled out all these trainings on cultivating a culture of kindness. Oh, fantastic. In the workplace. Like Simon Sinek's work is like mm. along those lines with compassion. Compassion. It's just the most powerful work right oh. now I see being done is along those lines. Brene Brown, vulnerability, oh, Simon yes. Sinek, compassion. Yes. And Jeff, Jeff, Wien, Jeff Wiener, I think as well from LinkedIn, like he's a big advocate because there's been this view that it's soft leadership and it's, it's not soft. Compassionate leadership is actually calling oh things out. Do you know what? We, I'll tell you a story that happened on the weekend. And yeah, tell me. So I'm in martial artists. I'm training for my oh, oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, it's amazing. And I instruct women. And so we walk the line in martial arts. We are learning mm. life-threatening techniques. We are learning to hurt people. That is mm. the nature of a contact martial art. And that's what mm. we do, right? Mm. So when we train together, obviously it's not what we actually do in the world. Let me just disclaimer that. 
I do not compete. I do not actually train to fight. But part of our training involves fighting because that's how we utilize the skills we have and make sure they're effective, make sure we Mm. can use them, right? So we do have to do some sparring and we do do contact sparring, light contact. We don't tend to do full contact unless we are suited up because we like to train safely. We actually want to train in a way that we can go hard and do it properly but come back the next day and train together again. Mm. So we walk that line all mm. the time mm. where we have to do things properly, but we have to do them in a way that is also safe so that we have people to train with. Like if you just keep killing <laughs> the people that you train with, you're not going to have any training buddies anymore, you know. So, <laughs> so we walk that line. And one of the masters, we call them masters because they've been training for a really long time. They're, you know, fourth degree, fifth degree, sixth degree. I think a master is fifth or sixth degree, which means they've done five or six black belt gradings. They're really, really wow. hard, like five or six hours long. You can only do them every few years. You've got to train really hard. So they, they really are masters. So they, one of the masters has this fantastic approach and his gym is actually the best gym at sparring. They are the best fighters, right? But his gym is also the safest in terms mm. of emotional safety, in terms mm. of being a woman and training mm. with people who are bigger than you, physically stronger than you often, not always, but often. And so when he talks in our training sessions with all of the senior belts, the black belts in our association, Australia-wide, he often talks about safety and he often talks about, you know, you've got you to stay loose, you've got to stay light, you've got to watch the face of the person that you're training with, you've got to listen to them you got to ask consent and always go with permission and always make sure you're in control so you're not going to kick them really hard in the face. Mm. You're going to do a full power kick and then stop it. You know, mm. so it's like, how do you have that kind of control that allows everyone to feel safe? Mm. And what he did on Sunday, which I thought was brilliant, is we did a sparring session. And what can happen when people are sparring naturally is you can get really serious and intentional mm. and aggressive because it mm. is an aggressive thing. So he was like, when we fight today, I just want you to relax, like just be Mm -hmm. playful, have a good time, you know, still do everything really well, but stay loose, keep smiling, do Mm. it in a way that everyone feels all right and feels safe to continue. And he was walking around the room and there was one group that were getting really a bit into it and you could see the faces were tensing up, the muscles were tensing up and they were starting to go quite aggressively, intentionally, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's all part of it. You've got to be aggressive and intentional. It's what we're doing. But he could feel a shift in mm. the energy in that part of the room. So he just yeah. walked through and he went, what's going on down here? Can you feel that? It's a little tense. Come yeah. on, guys, just take it down a notch. Yeah. And it was great. And so everyone trained in a really safe way and with some sensitivity. So even when you are training literally, mm-hmm knockout techniques, you can still bring in kindness, compassion, vulnerability, mm. which I just think is an incredible kind of knife's edge, really. <laughs> Amazing. And I love being in the room training like that because we're not dulling our power. We're not mm. changing our techniques so that it's not effective. We're just doing it with ultimate control and still caring for the people we're training with. And I was like, that is powerful. You know. Oh, there's so much in what you just shared that is like the perfect metaphor, or not metaphor, but perfect guidelines for life. Mm. Because what you said was, you know, you still do a good job. 
yeah. still you hear yeah. like this when we're in earth school and it's not a meaningless trivial experience here but equally it's not to be taken so seriously so that's so many of the messages that come through me it's yeah. like everyone just calm the f down yeah you got to be able just, to laugh at yourself just have more fun relax like the they talk about, you know, ride gently in the saddle of life. Mm, that's nice. You know, just don't, lot like this, the reins and holding everything and your legs are holding so close to the, yeah. to the horse, you know, like so many people are living like this. Like just, you know, just let go. It's that allowing, like the allowing yes. and the unfolding the as opposed to the making and manifesting. And like yes. I, I sometimes feel like manifestation has now just tipped into yes. kind of this weird manipulation sort of I don't know it's strange I used to think it was a great idea and I've done it many times in my life right where you've called in certain energies and created certain things yes intrusive things in your life and I I believe in that but something's tipped with that yes because we get too controlly about it so it's like okay you know I'm going to manifest and create but it better be like this or it has to be like like this it's like we're going to play god yeah but actually it's like you know like let it be how it is through me today you know that whole thing of where to where should I go how who should I um help today connect me with whomever you know but just stepping more and more into the unknown Mm. And to the surrender and not, you know, being like attached that it's got to be this way. Absolutely. And, and it's got to be that way. And also going back to the master, what you spoke about, yeah. psychological safety piece, emotional yeah. safety. Yes. So the research shows us that the highest performing teams in organisations are the teams that have psychological safety. Of course. And that's the same in your family. So I work a lot with mothers, you know, mm. and we... Often I think we feel so beholden to so many pressures yeah, and they're not always made up. I mean, they are real pressures. Like when yeah. I go to, and I talk about this often because it's such an analogy for me, when I go to the school pickup and I'm in the playground, it can feel kind of competitive. It can feel kind of like everyone's looking at each other like, what are you wearing today? And, you know, like there can be that vibe. Like you're back in the schoolyard, like you're back addressing mm. the the schoolyard bully that you had. You know, it, it can bring up a lot of stuff for us mm, mm. to be on display every day, no matter how we feel mm. with a bunch of people we don't know. You know, my mm. kids go to a big mm. school, so there's like a mm. hundred people standing there that mm. I don't know. And that can be quite exposing, right? And I feel like when we, I've just lost track of my thought process completely because I thought about school pickups, which I find <laughs> quite hard. Oh yes, emotional yeah. safety. Uh, so yes. what I've noticed is that if I am feeling mm. those pressures, mm. I am more tough on my kids. Mm-hmm. I have greater expectations of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I don't want them. And I'm speaking figuratively. I don't so much do this personally anymore, right? But yeah, I know that it is there. It is a real thing that you're in public with your child, you're at the supermarket and your kid has a tantrum. You yeah. feel shame. Mm-hmm. You feel like it reflects on you as a parent. Mm-hmm. Now, over time, I've learned I will lie down with my child in the supermarket aisle. I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. Mm, mm. I will be there with them while they're having that really hard moment. And it's less, I'm less beholden to those pressures now that I know that they're yes. not that important. People mm. really probably aren't really caring or thinking about you. 
but they feel very real when you're in them and they can be so difficult and they can actually create quite unsafe environments. Like if you're feeling Mm. really beholden to the pressures of what a house needs to look like, Mm -hmm. what you need to look like, your child needs to look like, you can be really tough on Mm. your kids. You can Mm. have explosive episodes of my house is really messy and I can't keep it clean. It can become an emotionally unsafe environment. Mm, yeah. yeah. And they and feel it, right? Because ev- it. everything is vibration first. Everything is feel frequency it. first. So, right. you know, our kids, they they definitely feel all that. And when you're talking about that, it reminds me of, I went and saw Shafali, um, Dr. Shafali in Melbourne recently, the conscious yeah. parenting mm. expert. And she was saying that so often parents want their children to actually be a slave to their ego. Right. It's like, actually, you just want your child to make you look good. Can I say, though, I don't blame parents for feeling like that. <laughs> and I, know, I don't agree with yeah. that. But I also think we have to be really careful not to be blamey towards the parents who are experiencing that. Mm-hmm. It comes from what you talked about earlier, this wider cultural context mm. from the past that has pushed a whole heap of expectations yeah. on women, on mothers and women that are completely unrealistic. Now, yes, we have a responsibility to change that, but we aren't always in a position to if yeah. underneath it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That, oh, that yeah. Compassion, it's... like, wow. Oh, and that's where it is. Like, that's where it lives. Like, mm. once we are compassionate with ourselves and then we extend that to others, yes. it's like we've one. Have you read the book Three Women? No, it's oh my god, crazy. you would love it. Okay. Such a good book. And there's a line in this book that says, Never judge a woman until you have walked through her fires. Mm-hmm. That's and it's beautiful. like, oh, seriously, yeah. you, we don't know what people are experiencing. Even for example, I'll take you to your playground. You're in the playground. That's right? the one I use the most. Yeah. The playground. I yeah. use the I have yeah. no idea what sort of day they've had. You don't. Yeah. Like you might be looking right over yeah. at some woman who looks immaculate. Yes. She yeah. lo- she's got it all sorted. Or for me, like for me it's like when I see um the mums and the kid the daughters that their hair's braided, right? And they've got the they got the ribbon. Yeah. And I look at them that and I think it's kind how, of impressive. How how do you how is this possible? I'm kind of in awe of those people, I gotta say. I yeah, think it's like awesome. Just, I just to me that is just so beyond my capacities. Yeah. Where right? do you do that? How do you do that? Right. So you, you look at this woman and you think, wow, she's just totally got her shit together. She's been able to, you know, put a scarf on and put yeah. some jewelry on and like she doesn't have like cereal coming out of her face and yeah. you know, all this stuff. Oh no. But we don't hear we have no idea what is going on there and everyone has so much going on and none of us is immune because we're here in earth school where yeah. it's full of it like it is yeah. just let you know those your listeners will relate to this where you just feel like you just you've just got through a big wave right mm. oh something's come there's a challenge as mm. this happened kids you whatever and it's like you threw it all you think oh my god whoa gosh we just oh my god we've made it through that and then, like, before you know it, you've just got this moment where you feel this temporary peace, this temporary yeah. settling in calmness, and then it's like, whoa, here comes yeah, the yeah. next romper. I know. Yeah, I know. You don't get many many rests. You to don't. Any, and, but that's, much relief, yeah. No. And so we're crazy to think that we will get that because that's not 
part of what we signed up for here. This realm is dynamic. This realm has duality. This realm, everyone is in it. We are just like less and less and less and less and less within a day. Yeah. So every time we search for that calmness, that peace, Mm -hmm. that sense of certainty outside of ourselves, we are creating an impossible task. It only lives within, in my experience. Correct. Mm. So that's that's where the work is. Mm. <laughs> I've been really feeling that lately. I think it's been an interesting time for that for a lot mm. of people, actually. I ran yeah. my first retreat with a beautiful collaborator on Sunday. Oh, beautiful. And I'd never done that before. It was so gorgeous. And my mm. gosh, every single person in the room just got so much out of it, oh. had this just ream of messages following it saying, mm. oh my gosh, I needed that so much. When oh. can we do it again? Because my favorite you know, running retreats is the absolute it was best. beautiful. And like just having people doing the inner work, mm. but going within, doing what we're talking about, looking within, but together. Yeah. Oh, because like it's so much healing because you sit in circle and a woman shares the experience. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh my God, that's it's me. Gorgeous. And oh, you can have compassion yes. for yourself and them at the same time. It's yeah. so brilliant, isn't it? Oh, and when people are prepared to just talk their messy lives yeah, uh, and just, you know, say, say it how it is and take the mask off. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. Mm. And now I do need to ask you, Mm. you please tell me the washing line channel story. I will. I would love to. So the little bit of a lead up was that I had made a big decision. Took me a long time to actually make this connection, but now I've made it. Uh, I had made a decision to start my own legal business back in 2012. And my husband and I didn't have money to back us for that decision. And I just was like, okay, it's time to start your own business. So I kind of made the decision thinking, God, you know, you're at the ledge and you're just going to step off and hope that you're going to get work and it's going to be okay and you can still support. We had two kids at that time. Uh, And Just after I'd made that decision to resign, I went to a shaking meditation class. I don't know if you've ever done shaking meditation. Yes. So I went with one of my besties and we were dancing around and and suddenly I had this experience where my body just took over and it just started moving by itself, but really systematically. It was like one hand would do one thing and then the other. And I'm just watching going, holy shit what's going on? And then I had like people coming out my shoulder, like, you know, it was like these image, all this clearing, just like full on. And I came home that night and I was wiped out. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what happened, but it was full on. And then over the coming weeks, I was just having this weird stuff with my body starting to involuntarily move by itself. And I was like, oh my, this is so weird. Am I being taken over? What is happening? And then it kind of culminated maybe a couple of weeks later where I was just standing outside, we had a hills hoist in that house, um, washing Melbourne, you know, washing line, probably my shoes were probably off, hanging out the washing, doing a mum job. And then I had this thing where I just kind of got this overwhelming sense of calm. And then my voice started talking to me, but I was not in charge of my voice. And my voice starts saying to me, I am in like a masculine, like I am like this, I am. And I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? Like about 30 times trying to get through and finally comes through this voice. I am Goenga, your father's spirit guide, here to remind you what you are here to do on earth. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. 
and he's talking about teaching energy and all this kind of hoo-ha and you're an eternal being and everyone's eternal being and pure love and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like kind of standing there going, okay, so let's just analyze this. <laughs> two things are happening. One of two things. I have gone spontaneously batshit crazy or this is actually happening. And I knew it was the latter because I've got kind of no history of, I'm very And because of how you felt. Right. And because I felt so calm and I yeah. felt the energy and because, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a drug taker. I'm very conservative. Like I don't have the history where this could be going crazy spontaneously. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was real. And then over the coming weeks, I had all these other energies come through and introduce themselves by name. What? Dif- Taking talking differently, like Goenga actually pulls my face back. Wow. So, so it's like I, it's the team. It's a team. And they all are very different and they speak differently. They yeah, they use my body differently, they use my voice differently. Some sing, which is very weird because I'm not a singer. Yeah. So there's like this whole spirit team, which I believe everyone has spirit yes. team. Yes. Uh, but they just can talk to me using my voice. So for about six years, I told about six people yeah sure I understand that <laughs> I was always like it didn't really fit with my uh masks <laughs> like you know oh I'm a lawyer gosh, and like I've got a lawyer. Shit together and that's I'm... what struck me when you said intuitive channel whatever it is that yeah, you say yeah. on your and I was like lawyer and that's unusual and also I'm curious are you are you able to sort of say well um sorry but the line's busy I'm I'm doing something else right now have you learned to do that? Uh, oh, 100%. So, yeah. in fact, in fact, they do, they never come unless I call. Now. That's really good. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Early on, it was just any time they had me without kids around, it was like mm. they were just flying in. <laughs> it was like, who is it now? And then one of them one day started, this is what really, because I was still, the lawyer in me was still wanting the evidence. Like I went and got a video camera, Elena, mm. and I was like, I'm videoing all these things coming through because like I want the evidence. Yeah. I'm either a really good actress with no acting <laughs> skills or this is happening, right? Um, but one of the clinches, there was a few things. One was like my chiropractor said to me, what's going on? Like I'm working on a different body. Oh, that's fascinating. So that was interesting. It's fascinating. Yeah. And the, another thing was then my, my voice changed. Like they played with my vocal cords. I was mm. to radio and I'm like, oh my God, like I think I'm in tune. Wow. This is weird. So that was like another physiological. So there was two. And then yeah. the third clincher for me where I was like, okay, no more doubting, Alicia. This is the yeah. real deal. Yeah. Was um, one time this energy came through speaking a completely different language. Oh, wow. That's cool. And I was like, but it was also full on. Like actually it was very, it was a very full on energy. It almost mm. pushed me back like physically, right. like as the energy left my body, I actually yeah. fell back like almost into the wall. It was like, whoa. And I remember saying to my guides, like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah. Like, this, it's a lot. I'm this yeah. white woman <laughs> speaking what sounds mm, tribal, Asian-y. I don't know what it was. And then, <laughs> and then this other guide comes through who's called Orumba, who does all these breath work through me. And he said to me, that language is Minahasan. And I was like, okay. And that's all, <laughs> that's all he said. And I thought, Googles it. 
I did. I thought, I'm going to Google it. I thought there's not going to be anything. Right. Elena, I will never forget when I typed those words in. I didn't really quite know how to spell it, but yeah. And came back to me. Mm. Minahasan is the ancient language of Manado, which is right at the top of Sulawesi, which is an island oh, in Sulawesi. Indonesia. Yeah. Sulawesi. Right? So Manado is the top of Sulawesi. My blood grandfather in this life is no, from Manado. That's crazy. So this is like a blood ancestor guide. That's cool. I love that. So you definitely, definitely yeah. have a connection to the place. Yes. You understand then, like physically, spiritually, physiologically, you understand that we have connection to place. Yes. I'm starting to get that mm. more and more mm. around this kind of concept of all these. Uh, and because we're wearing, incarnating in a whole different range of yeah. dimensions currently. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're actually, we're in a lot of places right now. Yes. I'm so intrigued. I've been getting a lot of, um, I don't know, like little shoves in the direction of embracing this side of things a lot more. I've always Mm. been pretty woo-woo. I've always been pretty into like the new age stuff in the 80s and I would, but I've had a, a bunch of experiences where I kind of have that I think it must be somewhere in my multi-level existence. Yes. There's some sort of trauma around it because I. Mm. Oh, I there will this, be because we've yes. all been burnt and hung. Yes. And so I have this kind of really intense. Not all yeah, of us. But I know it's there. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I, I know it's there. Yeah. I fully embrace it in my life. Yes. But speaking it publicly, like yeah. even now, I feel yeah. slightly nervous because I get it. Coming out publicly as someone who has these kinds of beliefs mm-hmm. and also having an overt conscious connection. Like I know there's a team. Yes, there is. I know there's a team. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to know their exact names. I don't want to know exact connection. Yeah. I just want them to be there and yeah. like, yeah, I know you're there. Thank you very much. You know, Yeah. but it's like, I'm starting to feel like I need to actually be a little bit more overt and conscious mm. with it. It's really interesting. Just last mm-hmm. few years, since my grandmother died, there's been oh, more. Yes. So I've always had a lot of help from other people to, mm-hmm. to contact. Connect. And yes. surprise, surprise, my like inner circle of oldest friends are basically all spiritual healer medium type mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm always, I've always been a bit like, isn't it such a coincidence that all the people around me do this same thing? Mm-hmm. But I don't. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe yet. <laughs> Because all of us, all of us are mediums. Yeah, all of, of us are channelers. I know not all mediums will say that necessarily, mm. but whether you want to use the word mediums, connectors, bridges, mm. um, channelers, whatever it is, but we're mm. all, we are all spiritual beings. Yeah, of course we are. And there's this amazing, it's what I talked about today. We have ways that we can tap into yeah. collective wisdom to the energies that are around us. Yes. This is actually not woo-woo. It's physics. It's quantum correct, physics. Correct. We're it's only one. We're one. Not woo-woo at all. There's and no so, separation. Right. On physics level, we are all that one is, huge that big is wave. The, we, yes. That is bizarre to think that yes. we're not, right? Yes. So it's just a really interesting thing when I sort of go to that. Then my science mind can quiet. Yeah. Then my yeah. logic mind that's quite strong mm. can mm. go, oh, it's okay. Yes. It's okay. We're allowed to talk about it because it's called yes. quantum physics. And it's yes, physics. yes, yes, because you can legitimize it and you've got a yep. narrative around that yes. that still feels safe. Yes. <laughs> so it's a very interesting, very, I'm just starting to go, and this week, because 
I've been running meditation, like, and I've mm. started to run meditation. I'm oh, not beautiful. trained as a meditationer, as a guide. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. And so now I'm like, do I need to do a course? Like, do I need to find out how to do this? But when I do it, people go, oh my God, that's amazing. Can you do it some more? Perfect. So that's like all you need to do. Maybe I don't need. No, you definitely don't. Train it. No. Because no. the voice, something about my voice, people yes. respond to. So it's a very interesting, I'm getting guided through mm. this thing, you know, and I'm just on this like, okay, let's see, let's see where it takes me, you know. It's I very interesting, isn't it? So. I love that. And again, that's our old world thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I've got to do that. Then I need Must the certification. Mm-hmm. I need the this. I need that. Like, but you know what? You can just, it's like in Goodwill Hunting, you know, the movie mm. Goodwill Hunting. And yeah. and I remember he just says, well, you know how some people would just play the piano? Well, I can just yes. play. Like he can. And so yes. for you, okay. There that's are pe- right. There are people who could go and study meditation, whatever, whatever, for years and years and years. But you can just play. You yeah. don't you don't need to. It's, it's so all in you. It's That's all right. It is. And and we have within us what we need. I mean, just as yeah. you've discovered, you've got this incredible capacity to do what you do. That's just totally like magically given to you. You know, while well, you're Well, I signed up for it. Well, this yes, is the right. other thing there that I because I was like that you magically what's going remembered. on here? Yes. Why is this happening? And they're like, yes. You you chose this. Yes. Uh when you were 36, you oh, When you were you 36? And also, I didn't realise the significance of the year 2012. Oh, yeah, 2012 was a big year. I was going to mention that. I had no idea at the time. In 2012, I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, but I didn't yeah. know because I wasn't really in the spiritual circles, right? So it was only later yes. that the connection was made by other people uh, for me. And I was like, oh, right, okay. Interesting. My daughter was born um, in 2012. I was just about to say her birthday. And I thought, probably shouldn't do that publicly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really, and it's been really interesting, actually. She mm. carries a little bit of that mm. with her. She has this special thing, you know. It's really oh, quite cool. These, this next generation of kids, mm. like, Remarkable. this is exciting for me because they, what I've found and the ones that I've got, we've got four now. I don't know oh, if wow. you know that. <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, they just more and more, they're just so sure of themselves yes. and yes. won't play the game. And authority yes. is like, no, like I'm, I'm equal to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's so cool, isn't it? Yeah. As an educator, I noticed that too. I think, I think just being an educator in general at the moment is really interesting for recognizing autonomy and just mm-hmm. permission consent like I was talking about with the training oh, you know yes yes is that really big push towards okay well let's overtly say is that okay you know yes, the other day yes. I was like oh can I send this student to you I said it to another educator and they said do they want to come to me and oh. I was like I love that yes 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 would you like yes. to go yes yes they would you know yes. brilliant that's coming oh. in through, you know, so many channels, that mm-hmm. aspect of recognition of autonomy yeah. and recognition of our own sovereignty, our own authority, mm. rather than looking outside of us for it. It's powerful time. Oh. So I think our work is definitely aligned. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like we Big time. This- so surprise, surprise that we found each other. I know. And I've been, I'm so in love with this now because you have a, a vehicle for finding your people with your group. Mm, mm. I have a vehicle for finding my people with my community also and with yes. this podcast yes. and with, you know, the various ways that I build community. And it's just amazing to me 
the quality of the people coming oh. through right now. Oh my gosh. Like amazing. Like you, like the collaborator on Sunday, I did a retreat with a woman. Mm. That was the second time we'd ever met in person. Oh, wow. We met on Instagram. We so had one... My whole body gives shivers yeah. about that because that's that trust. Like it's that trust. You. you don't meet people by accident. Like we there just is... Yes. Awesome. And it's been oh, really gosh. fun. Like we've had so much fun and there's been like mm. money and we've yeah, organized wow. an event and, you know, with someone we didn't know. So it was a lot of trust. Yeah, that's very But cool. I tell you what, it's been such a beautiful process because we just mm. like slipped in. She would say, okay, I'm going to do this thing. And then she goes, sorry, mm. I can't do it. I go, no worries, I'll do it. And mm. then, you know, like, and we just had this beautiful synergy and we were able to, you know, one of us would do more then the other would do more. And then we just, and it, there was no kind of bean counting. There was no kind of, mm. there was a, a healthy level of accountability to each other, but not mm. in a kind of over the top way. And then we did this event and it was like, this is amazing. I can't believe we haven't known each other for a thousand years. We probably yes, have. You probably have. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just that sort of, and I think that's just happening a little bit more, more at the moment. I just oh, so much more. And I think for all of the good and bad of technology, mm. just this way that the internet connect, I've just had so many amazing connections. I said this on television last of, week. Yeah. I was on SBS. Were I said you? Exactly, yes. Oh and gosh. I said exactly that. I said, because we were talking about sharing our kids' photographs online. Oh, I was okay. on a show called Insight. And oh, Wow. And they showed me as this kind of blogger, because I've been a blogger for 13 years, and they, they, they sort of, you know, made it look a bit like I'm just a shameless plugger of my family. I'm not really, but that was just a oh, conversation right. style. Yes. And then they said, so do you think you have? You know, you said you wanted to connect with other women. That's mm. why you've shared your story online. Do you think you've achieved that? Mm. And I was like, absolutely. absolutely. Like it is the yeah. best thing yes. about the internet Yes, to me is that we are able to connect together. Oh. You know, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't have found, like we wouldn't have found each other no. but for the internet, probably. most. Well, having said that, the universe laughed at me then. They're like, um, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> okay, you're giving me the internet a lot of credit here, they're saying, but actually like we've, we've got it's our- just a tool. And they laugh and I'm just getting these messages laughing. They're like, you think that the internet is like high tech? <laughs> like the technology that we operate on and that we do, like, it's like the oh, internet I love is that. like baby, baby lands. Oh, that's brilliant. It's like Star Trek when you watch Star Trek and there's oh, all yeah. this fantastic, you know, the mushroom network and all this. I'm like, oh, I love oh, it. It's so exciting because we can only see 1% of what's happening. Mm. Like what we can feel, sense, see, like can not sense, you? but yeah. I actually had an experience when I was a teenager. I think I was probably about 13. Yeah. And I was walking home from dance class, something really basic. And suddenly um, I got a sense, like it didn't mm. actually change visually, mm. but my sense of the world yeah. completely changed for about yes. probably two minutes. Yes. And I was just walking down the road and suddenly everything went into like a, it was a bit like stranger thing. Yeah. I was just in a different sort of dimension where I could actually understand just for a moment that matter mm. and light. Yes. were separate in a way and they kind of interact mm. because we mm. perceive them as interacting but actually there's all these systems kind of working together and I got this sense that matter wasn't really matter and light wasn't really light mm. and there was more to the picture than we actually see it was yeah. an amazing moment look at that and see that's because you just stepped out like you got for a an opportunity out of teenagers the, out of the veil 
like the veil kind of yeah. wave. I mean, where there's just all these, I mean, everything's here. Yeah. It's here. All these other, everything, the dimensions. Yeah. It's not like things are, uh, you know, we have this concept. Well, there's Separation. both. Yeah. There's both that there are like things that, mm. but there's also like everything's, and so that's why when we have these moments, these when we're in the zone or yeah. we just, you know, time stops and yeah, all the time those things. Thing. Everyone, no matter your listener, no matter where you see yourself on that spiritual spectrum, yeah. every there's not a human who hasn't had an experience where they've thought someone was about to phone them and yes. they do. Or, or they time think has of it, stopped. Time has stopped or they think of a song. Yes. All right. Or they're thinking of a person that reminds them of the song yeah. and it comes or they have like everyone has the, we all yeah. have the, everyone, everyone are these energy alchemists walking around, these amazing, yeah. incredible, um, masterful spiritual beings that energetic, we all do it naturally. Mm, we, we, do. we read a room. We don't even know. We read people. We don't even necessarily know consciously or other, you know, like you feel, oh, this feels good with this mm. person or actually doesn't my energy say no. Right? No, I actually did a whole presentation on this in our membership. I have a membership yeah. called the Soul Mama Academy and I did a presentation on, I actually talked about it in terms of being clever with your energy as mm -hmm. a mother because yeah. in martial arts we talk about energy. We talk about chi and ki and we yes. learn to move it like that. Yeah. And we learn to connect our bodies with it as well. Mm -hmm. we, we breathe in a certain way. We understand the engine room for that energy in the body, which is three fingers below the belly button. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we under, I'm gesturing for those on the podcast. I'm gesturing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a really interesting thing when you start to actually think consciously about it. And I know like Chinese medicine, Asian cultures are kind of all yeah. over this and have been for like thousands of years. Yeah. yeah. We're a bit in denial still in the West. Yeah. But, now that we're kind of having that real insight into Asian philosophies and, and ancient ideas around mm. the interaction of energy yeah. and bodies and, mm. you know, acupuncture, if you've ever mm. had acupuncture, yeah. you feel this, yeah. you know, so there's lots of ways that we interact with energy actually day to day. And oh, oh, every day, every moment we are, yeah. we are energy and we're and constantly change. Absolutely. And there's plenty of things that acknowledge that. Yes. Yoga acknowledges it, martial arts acknowledges it, acupuncture, anything to do with traditional mm. Chinese medicine acknowledges it. You know, any illness is a blockage of energy mm. in the body. Like mm. that's what it is. And your listener can feel it right now. Just yes. just rub your hands together yes. and just pull your hands apart and it's then kinetic. just bring them in, bring them yeah. out. It's and like magnets. There it is. That's mm. your energy. You can't see it. Look at that. You can't yeah, see it. That's right. But you it can is. feel it. That is there, baby. Like yeah. we have this yeah. energy, this life force yeah. flooding through us. So when you talk about um, what you do in martial arts, yes, it's similar for what I teach around mm. energy boosting, charging, clearing, cleaning, mm -hmm. like our energy, our energy management. I talk about it as our emissions. Yeah. So what, what energy we're emitting also That's out nice. to the world through our thoughts, which create energy. And yeah. so the spiritual path is a, is such a disciplined path because mm. it's around being very conscious that every thought I generate, every thought I create, mm. creates for me uh, is a form. Like a thought form. Yeah, self-mastery. I mean, we're sort of talking about a form of self-mastery as well, like mm. learning to use the tools we have, learning to use the 
the car we've been given, the body we've been given, yeah. the systems yes. we've been given in a conscious, intentional way. Yes, yes. Because it's pretty cool. When it's, oh, man, oh, we could talk all day. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool because <laughs> you just see things differently. Mm. And I joke, like I was saying in a circle the other day, that mm. uh, around we're talking about eating, right? Mm. Um, and, you know, the thought we create as we eat something, mm. I believe is really important for how we receive that food. What do you know about Edgar Case? I'm reading his. Um, I'm literally reading his there book you go. right yeah. now. So he yeah. talks a lot about that. Does he? Well, I've only, yeah. I'm only at That's the start. That's big for him. So he, he talks about how you feel at the dinner table, right, completely yes. determining what yes. the food does in the body. So whether yeah. you receive the nutrients or not, whether yeah. you... Whether it turns toxic, like yeah. if you if you eat at a dinner table that is tense, yeah, literally changes the nutritional value of the food, yes. and can make it the opposite of nutritional because yes. we are energy alchemists. Mm. And so I was joking the other day because generally mm. I eat pretty well, yeah. but right sometimes like I'll eat a bag of cheese twisties, and this is yeah. how I eat. This is how I eat my cheese twisties. I'll be like iron, <laughs> vitamin C. <laughs> Vitamin B. That's a good idea. I might try. Oh, I, I eat my twisties. <laughs> no, I just like get like a whole bag of nutrients oh, while fantastic. I'm eating the twisties. Like yeah. you can play. Just like zap it and before be you eat it. be playful in this whole energetic thing. That's brilliant. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, I'm conscious of time and that, you know, yes. as much as we're really interesting, we might, we might oh, pause been, our conversation yeah, of soon course. and please let's come back to it again another time. Cause I'd love to have oh. you back. I almost say this to every guest I have uh, because we have too much fun oh, I know. every time. And so, so I would love you to please return. Let me know when you'd like to already. I'm inviting you openly. Oh, beautiful. Well, I and think we, I think time just kind of did something for us because I looked at the time just then I was like, wow, like it just. Off we went. <laughs> these conversations tend to do that, I find. Yeah. Um, so somehow fun. these podcasts come, especially with the energy people on my podcast, mm, they're much right. longer, those episodes. There's, right. like, <laughs> there's some, I think the first one I did with a, a beautiful lady, also in Melbourne, actually. Yeah. Um, it was an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Chat. And then yeah. I was like, we probably better go. <laughs> oh, you're going to turn into like one of those um, podcasts where they do like four hours. Oh, I know. Like I could hours. easily do that, darling. Oh. I could easily. Yeah. But thank you so much for taking the time to speak oh, to us today. Such a pleasure. I was so excited to receive your message. I was like, I mean, I, I messaged yes. We never like, yes, yes, it's a yes. It's a yes from me. It was a definite yeah, it's a definite yes. Oh, thanks, my love. And I'll put all of the uh, ways that people can find you oh, into the you. show notes and thank onto the you. website. And if you have a question for us and if you want to give us a topic for the next time we talk, mm. leave a review and put your topic request mm. in that review, please. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, thank beautiful. You. I always love connecting and other people on the, you know, the spiritual path or not. <laughs> Absolutely, darling. Absolutely. Yeah. Have a beautiful oh, day. You too, you too, sweetheart. Thank you so much Thank for having you. me. Thank you. And I'll see you all again soon. This podcast is produced independently and made just for you. So if you have enjoyed it, please do leave me a review. And you can put in the review a request for a topic or even a nomination for a particular guest if you would like me to interview someone in particular. Thank you so much for your support. If you really love it, uh, you can also share it and subscribe to it and follow it. See you soon.